Hey, how's everyone doing? Uh, full disclosure, I just want to address the tiny little mistakes I made while making this episode. Like, for one, this episode is called Devil's Advocate. Um, if you saw the little poster logo I made for this episode, it's just me photoshopping my head to Kiana's face with Al Pacino. And I forget the mistress' last name uh, in the background. But she plays his wife. Instead of saying Al Pacino, I said Robert De Niro. So that's basically what I wanted to clear up. I know it's uh, it's Al Pacino and not Robert De Niro. And then second, I don't want anybody to think I'm like a satanic worshiper or anything like that. That has nothing to do with the episode. It's just more about poking holes to people's arguments and BS when they're talking to you. That's basically what this episode is about or like detecting the bs they're spraying towards your way so just to clear the air about that um sometimes people can misconstrue for uh what you would try to project to the world especially when it has to do with like angels and devils so i just thought i'd clear the air other than that enjoy the episode for me it's not an excuse but at the same time it's a podcast at a radio show so we really don't have to oblige or go by a, a certain time frame of getting the episodes out i like to set up a schedule of episodes by getting them out either by thursday for my ncast plus and saturday for just an ncast episode but well brian and i we have our own lives. We try to schedule as best as we can. So we just do our best. We appreciate the fans who do listen to us as much as possible. But like I said, we're not sticklers about our schedule. Or at least I'm not. Because we're not a radio show. It's a podcast. We can record whenever we want. With that being said, I digress. Today's episode is going to be called Devil's Advocate. Let me first announce the date. It is actually... 11 13 2019 which is no which means it's november 13th 2019 and we're here on a wednesday potting so back to the topic of this podcast devil's advocate what is devil's advocate so the textbook definition of devil's advocate is when a person express continuous opinion in order to provoke a person they're arguing with in a debate to either provoke them or test their strength on their opposing argument. Why do you think people do that? I mean, I didn't even understand Devil's Advocate until I was like in my early 20s, like maybe 21, when it was like exposed to me. And no, I'm not talking about Devil's Advocate with the movie with Robin De Niro and Keanu Reeves. No, even though it relates a little bit, but no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like poking holes to people's bullshit. It saves you a lot of time, a lot of money, and 
you might actually help the other person out, especially if they have like a really strong opposing argument that like correlates with their moral reasoning and judgment. You never know. So sometimes you'll see people with certain personality traits intentionally disagree with somebody to see if they truly believe the bullshit that they're saying out of their mouths. I have a, um, he was actually on this podcast, Anthony Jordan. He does it all the time. I do it to him all the time. He does it with me all the time. I appreciate him as a person because he's a very intelligent man and he really understands like how to engage in discussions and in arguments properly. It annoys me sometimes, but I like his level of thinking. So let's go to the personality traits. These type of people who like to poke holes in people's arguments and people's bullshits to see if they actually believe what they're saying and have factual evidence to what they're saying or if it's just all opinions. Whether whether they learn all these opinions and non-factual evidence that they just have more reasons behind or they just didn't know any better. It happens. I'm not, I mean, shoot. I've, I've, I've made that mistake of not knowing any better and just being pure purely ignorant about a subject and being called out for it. It happens. So here are the top personality traits that I've researched a little bit lightly. I'm not going to sit here and act like I did my due diligence like that, but I did enough. The first one are people like analysts. No, I'm not talking about ESPN analysts, even though they kind of do it, but it's, it's in a very like light way. It's more, generally just more about sports. But like analysts like mathematicians or scientists who have a theory and they figure out they, they they figured out a very hard problem or have a solution to a problem and they discuss it with their other you know like-minded friends and their other like-minded friends are probably going to play devil's advocate with them because this is their only solo thought like it, it needs to be challenged you know it's like the thinking nature behind of where they found a solution to this problem. Uh, and they want, most likely, scientists and mathematicians, and they're like friends. They're like friends probably rely on logic and rational thinking, more so than just emotions and opinions. So they want to know the steps to how they found the solution to the problem that they all were having. Yeah, So that's probably one of the top personality traits. I'm only going to probably give you like three or four. Not going to take too long on this episode. So I'm going to move on to the next one. People who are in like diplomatic positions or in royalty. I mean, royalty is a little bit traditional and a little bit old-fashioned. But like diplomatic positions or like presidents, they're kind of difficult to talk about on this subject because most likely when it comes to political aspects, they don't really believe what they say. Like... (laughs) Diplomats, people in political office, they don't believe what they say. They they usually give what the people want to hear or what's... They're not going to say something that's going to create chaos. All right. Before you say Donald Trump, he's just a different story. He's a different breed. He says what he wants. And that's probably why he got in office because people are just so tired of the BS. I have my phone next to me. They're so tired of the BS that they finally got a president who's just... Trying to be as straight up as pro- as possible. Honestly, I kind of think he's senile, but I digress. Um, diplomats usually try to be the person who presents 
to people resolutions and solutions, right? And they're going to paint that picture as best as possible. It kind of sucks because when when they're in a position of power, nobody can really, like, poke holes through their arguments because they have space of, like, power position, this position between the people and the person of power. And this is kind of hard to say because we're in, like, the internet age where we have social media where everybody has an opinion. It's not like the 90s where you read the newspaper, you see that the president said this, and you be like, he said what? And you can have your little opinion, but nobody's really going to hear it. Like, all you have to do is just go on Twitter or go on Facebook and give your opinion, and your opinion goes viral, and they'll see it as facts because there's, like, some type of factual evidence behind it. It's just a different era. But diplomats... They're just on a different wavelength. I, I kind of don't agree with them being a top personality type for a devil's advocate, but at the same time, I understand. I kind of understand because of their principles and their ideas and how they paint their arguments towards the public. It kind of makes sense. Now, I only told you I was going to give you like three or four personality traits. So this is going to be the last one. So it's obviously going to just be three. This is the last personality trait I'm going to express my opinion on and um, give you some type of like informative information about this personality trait and these type of people are called explorers. So usually in the explorers category they're either entertainers or they're entrepreneurs. Now the reason why they are in this category is because just like um analysts and diplomats and all that, um they have they have that thinking personality type, you know. They're gonna—they're not just ponderers and don't act, but they—they—they they, they like to think through their thought process. Especially, for example, especially comedians as entertainers. The reason why certain comedians like Kevin Hart and like Joe Rogan are so successful is because they've one went through their failures and found out what bits work and what bits don't work, but it also train their mind to think through the topics they're going to talk about. That makes sense. So when people like hecklers, hecklers could be the devil advocate people or just assholes, but hecklers, when they approach their shows and they try to heckle their shows, they're so witty to come back because they're already prepared for it. They already know their thought process about the topic they're talking about. Well, good comedians. I'm not going to say all comedians, but good comedians. And then the same entrepreneurs, like successful entrepreneurs like Jeff Bezos and uh, Elon Musk and, you know, just wildly successful entrepreneurs have been through their failures and like knew where they had their like missing piece to whatever creative idea they were trying to come up with with their business and commerce. So when people are trying to sue them for their product or service, they're kind of prepared. They're they're ready for that person who doesn't believe in their service or product. Now, just to relate that to devil's advocate, it's just that thinking personality. It's well thought through. Usually people who want to attack those type of people come with an approach that they think is strong, but weren't prepared of how much time those people put, like the entertainers and entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs put in to the work and their craft but there's a little difference between explorers and analysts analysts and like diplomats when they engage in debates they're there to win that makes sense they're there to like dominate 
that's their objective most times. But like entrepreneurs and entertainers, they're more like hands-on, like people pleasers. They're adventurers, but like they have to make sure that like not everybody's happy, but they can service everybody in the proper way. Uh, that's why entrepreneurs and entertainers are less likely to engage in debates. So on to the next subject. Not subject. Next bullet point, exposing logical fallacies. So what is a logical fallacy? Textbook definition, it's an error in reasoning to render an argument that's invalid, right? In other words, say someone is arguing with you and you pick out the context of what they're saying and it's not matching with what they're trying to explain. So let me. the best way I can break this down is logical fallacy is break, broken down into two major categories. First major category is a formal fallacy, which is breaking down how someone says something, which means the ideas is some, somehow are sequenced incorrectly, right? Or the form is totally wrong, which means they're just, they're just making noise. They're just talking nonsense, you know. They're not. They're not. They're not matching what they're saying with concrete evidence. Uh, and then there's informal fallacies, what, uh, which means you can denote the errors in what they're saying, right? Just by the context of the argument, which means like their ideas may on surface be arranged correctly, but somehow what they're saying is not right. It's how they're putting it together. It's not right. Now, illogical fallacies, it's a little bit off topic, but it's the reason why people play devil's advocate. You know, it's the reason why people question um, other people's thought process and arguments to make sure they believe what they're saying and understand what they're saying in the argument. Because sometimes people just argue straight off emotions and straight up bullshit. Like, think about it. We as people are so malleable. Like, if we don't take a lot of us don't take critical thinking seriously. Like, shoot, like, I have trouble with critical thinking because thinking critically is hard. Like, it takes work. It takes practice. And it, it has to be, like, I want to say, like, top priority, but it has to be a, some type of priority to to you to, like, really understand why playing devil's advocate is important. Otherwise, you'll just start believing anything people say, and then you'll just start following what people are saying and end up in places you want to be and... Or you just just wasted your time in general. Like that's why logical fallacies connects with devil's advocate, and that's why I brought it into here. The reason why I'm bringing logical fallacies into this topic is because like it connects with devil's advocate. But at the same time, logical fallacies can be an episode within itself. That's why I don't want to get into too much depth with it. So that's why I'm about to go to the next topic. So, and this is probably the last, like, not topic. I keep saying topic. Next bullet point. And this is probably going to be the next, or the last uh, bullet point. So what's the point of arguing, right? It's a rhetorical question, but what's the point of arguing? Is it to simply win the argument and dominate? Or is it to get a greater understanding of the truth? I mean, for me, it's most times it's to get a greater understanding of the truth. Um, there's a lot of bullshit in this world, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if y'all can tell. Um, that's just the truth about it. 
and it's just, the bullshit smokescreen, and everybody is subject to get caught, including me. I'm not cognitively disassociating myself from saying that. I'm literally saying like including me. I get I can get caught up in the smokescreen, but it takes practice for critical thinking. It takes practice playing devil's advocate because it's not a bad thing. You know, the word sounds kind of like ooh sacrilegion you know but like at the same time it's like it it does you a service at the end of the day if you practice playing devil's advocate so my last thought on this episode is just just think about like what you're saying in arguments and who you're arguing with and like before you rattle up your emotions next time depending on who you're arguing if you're if you're arguing with your wife or like girlfriend it may be a little bit different i mean you could probably play, but I wouldn't suggest it, uh, depending on the argument and the topic of the argument. But, like, you're talking to people in, in your office, or you're just, like, engaging in the social, like, networking environment. That could probably work a little bit better just to see if this person's trying to bullshit you or not. Or maybe, like, a random salesman caught you at, like, a good time. and Maybe you just want to see if he's actually trying to provide you with a good product or service or you're just bullshitting you to run take your money and run you know it could be very beneficial to you if you practice devil, devil's advocate on that note i'm going to conclude this episode thank you for joining me on ncast plus let me give you my social media uh, outlets and then i'm going to end the episode so my Twitter is at Nigma Prince, which is N-I-G-M-A-P-R-I-N-C-E. And then my IG is at P dot underscore Nigma, N-I-G-M-A. And then our podcast Instagram is at N underscore cast, C-A-S-T. I appreciate you guys for joining me on this episode of NCAST Plus, and hopefully you'll join us again on the next episode. Peace.